Welcome to the Pause Purpose Play podcast with me, Michaela Thomas, clinical psychologist, couples therapist, and founder of The Thomas Connection. I help high-striving busy people let go of the pressure of perfection to create more joy, connection, and compassion in their lives. On this podcast, we promote balance of a burnout through giving you the permission to pause, the curiosity to find your purpose, and the courage to play. In this episode, I will think briefly about people-pleasing in relationships. And if that term is quite new to you, what I'm really saying is when we neglect our own needs for the sake of other people's needs, when we put other people's needs ahead of our own in a way that actually becomes quite costly and that doesn't lead us feeling well and happy and fulfilled, but instead leading us to feel angry, resentful, or maybe burnt out. So tune in to this episode to just get some thoughts around whether or not you are a people pleaser in your relationship. Are you a people pleaser who really wants the approval of other people? Maybe you're really afraid to set a boundary with other people out of fear of upsetting them. Maybe your inner critical voice tells you they won't like it if you set a boundary. Or maybe you hear they'll get really angry with me if I set a boundary. Or I don't want to let them down. No? Yes? If you recognize this, this might also show up in your relationship. How do you think it plays out in yours? If you try to people please your partner, what do you think happens? You make them happy and content? No, they're actually left wondering what makes you happy. If you just say, I'll have what you're having, or no, you decide, I don't mind, or it's okay, I'm fine then instead of having a balanced, fulfilling relationship, you are at risk of feeling resentful, angry or put upon, not getting your needs met. So actually, always trying to please your partner doesn't make them happy. They're not winning when they're getting all of their needs met and you're not getting any of yours met. Because it's going to fester, their resentment is going to build up. So what happens if you're not the one who is the people pleaser, but instead you're living with one? If your partner doesn't dare to express their wishes to you, that also isn't so helpful for a lasting connection. In fact, living with a people pleaser can be exhausting. Maybe you'll resonate with this, that your partner drives you insane sometimes, that they're so keen to not let other people down that they sometimes let you down instead. When they say yes to everyone else, not being able to set a boundary, they're saying no to you. So if you live with someone who struggles to say no to other people, not wanting to upset other people or inconvenience them or let them down, it can be really infuriating. It can feel like living with a martyr. So instead of helping them get their needs met, you can find yourself getting really angry with them. Maybe you even have got your way a few too many times, as they easily fold when you are being assertive. They easily say yes when you say no. How will this power imbalance affect your relationship dynamic, do you think? How does it affect your partner's self-esteem? 
So this is why it's relevant to consider people-pleasing in relationships. Not just if you are a people-pleaser, not getting your needs met in your current relationship, or maybe finding yourself drawn to the wrong people. Maybe people who would take advantage of you or treat you badly because you struggle to set those boundaries. But it's also relevant if you love a people-pleaser, because you want to know how to best support them getting their needs met for less resentment in your relationship. And you know, this, this stuff is really hard. Negotiating for what you need is really hard in relationships. Especially for those of you who might be kind to other people but hard on yourselves. Because you might not even know what you need to feel well and fulfilled. Maybe nobody taught you to listen to your own needs as you were growing up. And this happens especially for women who might be socialized to please others and praised for when they do. So no wonder you might struggle to tell the person you love what you need. But the clue is in what I just said, the person you love. Hopefully they love you back and hopefully they want you to be well and fulfilled. Even when you struggle to express what you need for that to happen. It is really easy to feel neglected and become resentful when you don't express what you want and need. And I'm not putting blame on women not getting their needs met if they live in a toxic relationship. Absolutely not. This is not what we're talking about. We're talking about loving couples where one or both partners might be so keen to please the other partner or, so to speak, not make a fuss that they silence their needs. So let me give you an example. One morning I asked my husband for some time alone upstairs to read a book, to recharge. Autumn is coming in, so I often find that quite challenging. It's a time of year where darkness is rolling in and I find myself less energised in the mornings before the day starts. So I asked my husband for some time to recharge, to read a book, to light some candles and to have a cosy moment to myself. Now in the past, I've carried on, you know, getting through the day, getting through, getting through, just carrying on giving to others without noticing that I need a break. And instead I've become a shouty mama and a shouty wife because my needs were not met. It's not good for anyone. So in fact, I meet my family's needs better when I also meet my own. So people-pleasing doesn't please you, your partner, or your relationship. And as a final thing to take away from this podcast episode, I want you to ask yourself, maybe even if this term is new to you of people-pleasing, it doesn't have to be people-pleasing. You can call it, you know, meeting my own needs or negotiating for what I want. I want you to ask yourself, Am I the person who is not doing that in my relationship? Or am I living with someone who is not doing that, who's not negotiating for their needs? Or are we both struggling with this? Are we both struggling to set boundaries, express what we want and need, and taking care of ourselves? If you've listened along thus far, and you've realised that maybe you are a people pleaser in your relationship, or maybe you live with one, what can help then? How can you... Help yourself rather than being harmful to yourself when you realise that maybe you do put a lot of emphasis on how other people see you and getting other people's approval and being liked and not upsetting others. Well, I guess the good news is that you're not a psychopath, that you care about generally wanting other people to be well and not doing damage to them. That's good news. But maybe just trying to balance it out a little bit so that your needs are also taken into the equation, that it's not just about other people, 
and really being clear with yourself on when you are putting other people first or when you're not saying no to other people, when it's fear-based and when it's values-based. So fear-based yes-saying or not setting boundaries is because we are fearful that bad things will happen. They will reject me, they won't like me, they'll get angry with me. And just having a little bit of clarity with yourself that, you know, am I really scared here? Then actually sometimes we have to just feel that fear and do it anyway, as the saying goes. So when it's a fear-based avoidance, then we can address that. We can challenge ourselves gently through the use of compassion, finding a bit of courage to try to say no, even though you might feel bad initially, or even when it might be a bit of a backdraft happening, when they might actually respond to you negatively, simply because they're used to you doing everything and saying yes to everything. So initially, it might actually be quite hard to readdress that balance. So finding the courage to tolerate any negative reactions is really important. The second category is when it's values-based. I don't want to say no because it sits within my values to be helpful and kind. And I'm just going to stretch myself a little bit extra here to say yes to this. Yeah, that can be really important to be clear on when you're doing something to follow your values. And that also means that you have to be clear on whether you have to sacrifice any other values in, in that process. When you say yes to one thing, is there another thing you have to say no to? So we can still say yes if it's aligned with our values to say yes, to be kind and helpful and supportive. Just making sure that you then don't sacrifice other people, like for instance, your partner, that you want to be kind and helpful and supportive to. If you say yes to other people outside of your partnership. Just looking at the consequences. What will happen if I say yes versus if I say no? And knowing that also no journey is done in one big giant leap. It's the kind of many steps process that we're really looking at here. So go easy on yourself. Find one area you would like to start practicing in. If it's maybe saying no to a particular film that your partner suggests to go and see and say, no, actually, I prefer watching this other film instead. Starting with something small, something tangible. Maybe saying, oh, can I pick the restaurant today? Rather than just saying, oh, I'll go wherever you want to go. So picking something small, something behavioral, something tangible and work your way up from there. Best of luck, my friend. If you need anything else, you know where I'm at. Send me an email, drop me a message on my social media channels. This is hard work, but you've got this. So if this has resonated with you, by the time this podcast episode comes out, I would have just run a workshop on people pleasing in relationships, which I hope to run again. If this is helpful to you, Share this podcast episode to someone who you think needs to hear it. Feel free to reach out to have a chat with me. And as always, take care of yourself. Today, I want you to do that in the best way you can. Meeting yourself as best as you can. It doesn't have to be perfect. So maybe asking yourself what you could say no to today. Is there anyone else outside of your partnership that you can say no to? So you can say yes to your partner. This episode of the Pause Purpose Play podcast was presented by me, Michaela Thomas. And you can find me on thethomasconnection.co.uk. And because great work rests on having a great team, 
This episode was kindly edited by Emily Crosby Media.